0: While Beauty Lab & Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions.
1: (laughs) And hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind the scenes
0: podcast from Beauty Lab & Laser. I'm Heather, one of the hosts of your podcast today. I'm joined by... Dre... One of the other hosts, the only other host. Yeah, in there's back. actually only two of us: one host plus another host together. Yeah, no guest except for
1: Stormy J. Stormy Jenner's is watching. We are so podcasting true. live from my piano room, <laughs> which is hopefully the acoustics aren't too terrible. But we are—we have been remiss in getting our podcast out because our lives have gotten pretty hectic. But we love podcasting. It's one of our it's only, one of our
0: favorite things. Yeah, it's one of our only ways to show any self-care whatsoever. <laughs> do you remember when we first started podcasting, we were like, how can we only podcast? Yeah. how can <laughs> this be what we
1: do every day, all day? It is a pretty good life. And we tried to podcast last night and yes. got interrupted by an early dismissal from ballet class. So I had to zip out and could not finish the plan. So now we are... Yeah, we're doing a, a take two. A take two with Stormy Jenner. She just turned her back to us, so yeah. I don't know. Stormy J is a cat. Stormy J is more than a cat. She's a <laughs> regal feline princess <laughs> warrior. We love Stormy Jenner. And when I said regal feline princess warrior, her ears tweaked back, and now she is licking her paws. She's so cute. She's very, very cute. Little gray fluffy cat. I think she's the star of our family. Well, she is. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a way for me to like act like I'm not... Of myself. (laughs) Stormy's the real star of the home, not me. Um, okay, so
0: should we just dive right in? Dive right in. Okay.
1: We are excited. The title of our podcast today is Friends Without Benefits. (laughs) A little thing I like to call my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The friend zone. The friend zone. It's where we live. Um, yeah, no, we're gonna talk today about um like adult relationships between men and women outside of marriage, and if it's possible. Because I have heard, it's it has come up so much in my, like, peripheral lately. Probably in the last two weeks, I've talked with multiple people about this. Is it something that you ever think about? Well, because I'm single, like,
1: I, it doesn't, I never really make that boundary. Like, okay. everyone I meet, I'm trying to be friends with. If they're married, I still want to be their friend. Uh-huh. I don't even think, like, oh, they're married, I better, like, not be friendly, you Mm -hmm. know, but like, of course I draw that line if I was like romantically interested or like pursuing them as a date or a, you know, a boyfriend, a potential potential love interest. But really I just, it's not a huge issue for me because I've been single for so long and pretty much all I have in my life are friends without benefits. So yeah, I've never thought about on the flip side, like if I'm friends with a married guy, how his wife might feel about it because I feel like the only guy's... I'm friends with that are married, I'm dear friends with their wives too. Yeah. So it's not even yeah, an yeah. issue. Yeah. That's
0: I'm not true. I'm not
1: a real threat to the marriage. You know what I mean? Like I just never put myself in a in an adversarial position with yeah. married men or otherwise.
0: Totally. Yeah. I mean, but you have you I mean you have friendships with men that are absolutely platonic. Uh, of course. Yeah. 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 Married men. Yeah. Yeah. But even single men. Do you? Yes, you do. Casey. Yeah, but I mean, I'm always working it. (laughs) I mean, mean,
1: I'm always wanting it to be more on every... No, that's not true. You know, I do have... I absolutely do. Casey's a great example. I have great friends that are just friends. Yeah.
0: Because I think, like... I mean, yeah, the, the red flags go up when you talk about married people being friends. Right. But, like... It's kind of a solid boundary, you know. Like I know that lines will not be crossed with anybody because, first of all, I'm married. But right. if I was single and I was friends with someone married, it's like, well, that's a boundary. You know what I mean? But it does get murky when it's two single people. Can two single people be friends? This is this I'd... is now. If now, it's, now we have a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in to part two of you the know? love lab. And because I, I do, I think that it's possible for. For men and women to be friends. Okay, I'm going to echo that
1: sentiment and say, yes, it is. But do you think it's possible for you to be friends with married men? Yes, I do. And do you ever consider, is that because you trust yourself?
0: Yeah, I think it's because I trust myself, but also I trust the men that I'm in friendships with.
1: Okay, now flip it. You have to just flip it. Okay. What if there was a woman who was best friends with your husband, with Brady, and just said, "Well, we're just friends." How would that change your perspective at all? I don't think so. I've thought
0: about that a lot, actually. Does just, Brady have a dear friend that's no. a girl? No, Hello. he doesn't. Well, other than you, we're fr- I'm friends I know. with Brady. I like, know. I called him well, the other night. I know, and that's the thing is, I did he not tell I you? Know he's <laughs> He did tell me, he actually, we were I, commiserating about I know, our teeth. I know he called me on his way home from wherever and he was like, Oh, I just got off the phone with Heather. Okay. See, so he did tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I actually was thinking about that today. I was thinking, oh, I wish that like Brady had some like girlfriends. I really do because I appreciate my male friends because it gives me perspective on what could possibly be going on in Brady's head. You yeah. know what I mean? And like... In a less charged environment totally, or way. Yeah. Totally. And then I actually thought, I was like, oh, he does have Heather because I know he feels completely comfortable yeah. calling you, texting you. Like he could go hang out with you and it would not be weird at all. Yeah, I could show up all. and he'd be like, Dre's not coming on for a couple hours. and would be like, cool. Yeah. What do you have to eat? You know? <laughs> Just like make myself at home. Right. And I think like all of my girlfriends would feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like I, I think that he, it would be totally fine and normal. He is friends with my friends. But I kind of wish that he had, like, just a tight girlfriend that was, like, his long childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, that had no connection
1: to you other than, like, you knew her as Brady's friend. Yeah,
0: and actually he does have a couple friends like that, but he just doesn't see them very often. But, like, when we've run Mm -hmm. into them and stuff, I I can tell, like, that love and friendship between them. And it's very endearing to me. Like, I love it. But I also know women that are like, I don't need no guy friends. (laughs) I have my husband. He doesn't need... Lady friend. Yeah, I'm his best friend, his best and if friend. I'm not
1: enough, then yeah, then that's Netflix. a problem. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and so it's like, so I do feel like I can see both sides. Yeah, like, yeah, and I think, I, I mean, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, I think that there's a lot of. I think it depends on the nature of your marriage. Mm-hmm. If we're talking specifically about having friendships outside of your marriage, I think that I would be uncomfortable if. My husband had an independent friendship with a girl that I didn't have an organic connection with because I would feel like, is this just like, you know, a speed bump on the way to an affair or is this just like, is this just paving the way to um, some sort of interference in my marriage? Like, and I think even in my relationship, like I would love to be confident enough in my relationship to think, oh, he can go to her, but like... There's also a part of me that's still working on trusting other women and thinking like, if he goes around is like, yeah, Heather never cooks. She's always at Beauty Lab. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you deserve better. You know, you yeah. deserve more. How dare she? Because I think we're all pretty opinionated about what is appropriate in and out of relationships and without knowing the dynamics of it and without knowing that she's my friend, then I yeah. would feel possibly threatened. If my husband, I would desperately want... My partner to be friends with all of my girlfriends. Yes, yeah. but if it were independent of my relationship with him, that to me would probably make me nervous. Honest, if I'm being totally yeah. honest, yeah. I haven't been in a relationship for years, so I, I'm just hypothesizing. But I think that I would want that. I would want to be her friend too.
0: Yes, I I can see that. Does that make yeah, sense? Totally, totally.
1: And then I think I'd be absolutely. I'd welcome it and want it.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, so here's why today specifically I was thinking about it. I was talking with my friend Jordan, who is an, a totally incredible photographer, just a brilliant mind. I love talking to him. I always have just the best conversations with him. Um, but he recently went on a photography workshop trip to Cuba. And so he was like telling me about his experience and kind of the things that he learned. And he was telling me that while he was there, one of the biggest things that he recognized was the cultural difference between um the way that men and women treat each other and he said they're really like um like lovey and touchy but not sexual or promiscuous and that's like not the vibe at all but that like men and women are
1: affectionate
0: really affectionate yeah and but in a non-sexual way and that was really hard for me to wrap my head around and it, it kind of dawned on me that like in our culture, it really is too bad that like men and women can't, I mean, there is always a sexual charge it feels like.
1: Yeah. Well, like, we're a Puritan society at the core. Americans were based on puritanical principles, you yeah, know? Yeah. And we adhere to that and it's, it's ingrained in us culturally. And I think it colors all of our relationships, married or otherwise, that if you're touchy-feely, it's because you're into them, not because yeah. you're full of love.
0: Yeah. Because that's the thing. I would never be that way with my male friends. I just, I feel like it would be inappropriate. Yeah. You know? But it it is also too you bad. You'd never like, be that
1: way with your husband. No. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> so very true. I you
1: mean, would never be that way with your cat. Perhaps <laughs> Roman, your son. <laughs> no.
0: He's the only one who He's I like the only only I give one that my physical the, touch. Yes, the touchy feelies <laughs>
1: only go to Roman. You won the jackpot.
0: <laughs> it's really so true. But like it, it is kind of sad that like, you know, we do have to always have these boundaries up, and I know some women that like they don't even really like men to talk to them because they feel like that they're just being basically assaulted with their eyes, you know? And yeah. it's like what is wrong with our culture where we can't have just an appreciation for one another and mutual love and respect for one another that's not based on sexuality.
1: I don't know, that's so interesting. It's I'm kind of thrown that it was it was like the the culture of Cuba that made Jordan realize this. Like do you think it's l- like Latin cultures in general, you know, just like because they are more affectionate. Like think of Italians, yeah. And well, like, yeah, like the, the French kiss each they other, Kiss each and, other. Yeah. Like, greeting, they're greeting, it's it, that's like physically, you know. When we when I was a missionary in France, like um, we could only like like do the like faire les bisous, yeah. or like do I don't know what you say it in English, do the kisses, yeah, the
0: the greeting
1: with, kisses, <laughs> the greeting kiss with women. Because we were attaching our puritanical, you know, female
0: yeah, culture totally. to
1: what was to them a normal greeting. Totally. And so, you know, we bent the rules. Like if they were older grandpas or like not within the range, you know, you would like shake, you didn't have to shake their hand. And sometimes they, oh, we fear the bisou, you know, yeah. like you're <laughs> such a rebel. But in a way it was probably an assault to their culture that we assumed that there was some sexual charge in an ancient greeting that they've done since right. the beginning of time right but we attached our cultural ideals to it and it somehow was inappropriate for a single sister missionary to greet them in that culturally appropriate way but not to do it with the women right so if i had, but they didn't know my sexuality they didn't know who there was going to be a charge with so it just yeah. seems really puritanical and closed-minded really
0: yeah yeah i don't know it just made me think and realize like gosh it really is too bad that there has to be you know a a sexual charge to so much in our culture, yeah. including men and women just being buddies. Because yeah. I do think it's possible. Like you have a lot of
1: great male friends. I do.
0: Like and and I will say, like ninety percent of them are like grandfathered in. Like I've been friends with them for a long time. You know, like it's not like new friendships or whatever. It's people that like existed. Known to yeah, college pe- and- friendships that have been there since before Brady came along. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if that's what makes it different.
1: Or somehow tolerate, because you're certainly not going to cut off your friends. Who has the most opinions about your friendships with other men? Women. And cause that's exactly, what I mean, that was a leading question. <laughs> fed right into my hand. And what
0: do you, what are their opinions about it? Um, I've recently talked to a friend that said, oh, I'm, but you're so lucky you get to have guy friends. Because, like, like, my husband won't let me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, that was kind of a bummer to me. I was like, oh. But do like, you have any women
1: saying, like, oh, there's got to be more. There's something going oh, on. I, yes,
0: yeah. I'm, it, I'm, would any I'm of those sure. friends be
1: me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all of a sudden thinking of all the, like, closed-minded stupid little remarks i make you know oh you secretly love him or whatever like yeah 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 but you do because i know that love is like a term that we use very broadly at beauty lab as you know live love lab (laughs) we love everyone everyone that walks through those doors we you you got us that's all it takes right indebted to you and grateful to you and we love you we can use that word
0: floated around quite a bit Absolutely, absolutely i know but think of like our friendships with reagan and weston True. True that. <laughs> but, like, I deeply love both of them. Yeah, and I, I deeply love, love
1: West, and I deeply love my dentist, you know? Yeah, I know. And he's married to my dear friend, you know? But, like, I think about that. Like, I feel like we have an independent friendship, and... Because I love Christy, too. Like, yeah. I adore Christy. But we don't We but don't have like, the friendship with Christy that we have with West. Right,
0: right, yeah.
1: Do you think Christy hates us? What's no, happening? I know she
0: doesn't. Like, I... Oh, oh gosh, I don't, I, I know. Christy, See, do you Christy, hate us? Call in, call in. <laughs> we won't sleep until we know. No, because I, I, but I have an independent friendship with Christy that's not based on Weston. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Like my friendship with Weston is my friendship with Weston. My friendship with Christy is, is its own thing, yeah. you know? So. Are we
1: able to have a friendship with like Weston and Reagan because we're their boss? Uh, but I feel I don't like know. because they have friendships with the staff.
0: Totally, right? yeah,
1: yeah. We're a family at Beauty Lab, and I've never thought of it as a sexually charged environment. I know,
0: absolutely. <laughs> it's like ugh. I mean, no yeah. offense, guys. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I mean, Weston is a sweet spirit. I know. You know. Yeah, but it's interesting. I know. It's like I know. So I've been just thinking about it a ton because I'm like, gosh, I hope that I don't. I'm not perceived as this hussy that's just that's just out there traipsing yourself all these married men I'm able to have
1: male friends how sad for you that you cannot but the truth is I think there's a fallacy in American culture and in like the stories that we've told young girls from the beginning of time that like marry your best friend and I think a lot of us cynics out there can say you know we don't generally marry our best friend maybe we develop a best friendship with them because of shared lives and children and history and communication and just years together but we assume someone's our best friend and like if they're your best friend then there's not the sexual dynamic you know yeah Yeah. it it is there in many ways mutually exclusive of course friendship goes along with any mature adult relationship I would assume you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it's a shared life and shared interests but your best friend is on a totally different level and sexual charge changes that. Yeah. It's like putting baking soda in the recipe. You know, there's a chemical change Mm -hmm. that changes the makeup of that relationship in a good, good way. Should you have a friendship with your lover? Absolutely. But if you don't have that lover element, it falls flat. You know what I mean? It's a friendship
0: without benefits. It's a friendship (laughs) without benefits
1: and you're going
0: to, it's not going to work. Right. It's going to, I don't know. I know. Well, it's just interesting too because then the other piece of it as well is like, you know, we're all about like, you know, supporting women and like we're raging feminists. And so at the same time... P.S. We
1: wouldn't even call ourselves feminists six (laughs) months ago, but now apparently we're raging feminists.
0: Hey, I am uh, embracing Kat Abke's uh, recommendation for us to all be raging feminists.
1: We should all be feminists. I agree too. I'm working on the title and label of it. (laughs) Because somehow it seems anti-feminine, which is so absurd, but that's how I've been programmed. I know.
0: I know. We all have. Yeah. But, um, you know, so in that same breath, I would say, like, also, I never want to do anything to disrespect my sisters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so if I, like, and I think a lot of times, like, especially within friend groups, like, you guys all get along for a reason, mm-hmm. like, you know, you you attract people either you know birds of a feather or opposites attract. But typically, like we all are going to kind of like the same people and gravitate towards the same people. So of course, I'm going to like my friend's husbands. Yeah, because I love my friends and, and they, they picked badass men to be their to partners. Be their partners you know? Yeah, and so like there's that piece. But then also, if I had a girlfriend who was like, you know, hey, I'm uncomfortable with your friendship with my husband. A hundred percent, I would be like. I have your back first, you know?
1: Yeah. But would you think grow some balls because there's nothing there? Or you must have a deep rooted insecurity because there's nothing there? Would you think, oh, she reads me wrong? I mean, you wouldn't have any criticism or any judgment of a woman that said, Listen, you're great. I know you probably have no bad intentions, but I think my husband is a little into you and you're I think I need you to call off the friendship. What would who would you take who would you put that responsibility on?
0: I would put it on the husband. Yeah, that he's not making her like, feel secure. Yeah, in their I'd be marriage. like, okay, well, that's weird. And he like, lost a
1: friend because of it because he totally. wasn't
0: man enough.
1: I don't want to be friends with a man that's not man enough to make sure his wife feels comfortable yeah. with his outside relationships. Exactly,
0: because if my husband was being weird with a woman and make like, and I was feeling that way, I would not blame her. You would blame him. I would blame him. And I think that's like, appropriate. Dude,
1: yeah, everyone needs to be accountable for their own their own stuff. You're not in charge of their marriage or the dynamic of their marriage, but you're also in charge of respecting her wishes yeah. as her sister yeah. and as a raging feminist. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. Yeah. Well, speaking of feminism and all things, we're curious that what you guys think. So as we always say, call in to our non-existent phone line, <laughs> 1-800-LIVE-LOVE-LAB. No, you can email us, Um, send us the topics you want us to touch on. But we, um, we want to hear your feedback on this. We want to know, do you have platonic male
0: friends? Yeah. And and because and, I do know people that don't think that it's possible or appropriate. Yeah. And I wonder, is that cultural? Because it, truly, if people in other countries are being touchy-feely and lovey with each other and blah, 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 and it is absolutely hilarious to them that there would ever be a sexual charge there, then that has to be a factor, right?
1: Yeah, I think culture has to be a factor. And I think um, also your comfort level and the dynamic of your own relationship is a major factor. Yeah. And probably a factor is the nature of the friendship. You know, like, is she super hot, your husband's new best friend? Or is she your friend too? You know, Mm -hmm. like, is it just, it's like, hey, we're just friends, you know? But it's like, You've never met this girl. He's texting all the time. You know what I mean? I think men can hide behind that cover too. Yeah. Like, don't be insecure. We're just friends. But like, trust your gut. Trust your instincts. You know, sometimes there's more there than meets the eye. But it it just is interesting. I don't know. I would hate for people to not trust me as their husband's friend.
0: Totally. Me too. I would cringe Yeah. I'm just laughing because... My
1: dear friend Paige, her husband just moved here, and I was saying like, yeah, he had to fly home Friday morning. I'm like, no, that's fine. He could come to Salt Lake. We could go to this event. I'm like, then he could just like sleep at my house. She's like, yeah, in your bed. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. You know, but I mean,
0: that's just it was just a Yeah, but that's also the friendship you guys have. Like, yeah, you're completely. very close with both of them. Totally. And you're like the second I feel wife, like he's right? yeah, I'm a sister wife, <laughs> but I
1: love him and I love their marriage and their family more than I ever love any fringe benefits I could get from right. trying to interrupt that, you know?
0: Right, right. But can't That's hate funny. on me
1: for trying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's an interesting dynamic. I think that women are critical of women that have male friends because we don't buy it or we feel threatened by it. I think that men are critical of women that have male friends because they don't buy it and they are threatened by it. Yeah. And so it really comes down to the core nature and dynamics of our of our independent relationships. And it doesn't mean you're in a weak relationship if you guys don't feel comfortable having friends. It just means that's
0: just doesn't work for you. It doesn't work
1: for you. And that's the dynamic of your relationship. And we're all about honoring love in whatever form it comes to you. You know, like whatever rules you have to follow to keep love in your life and love alive, that should be your higher that should be your higher goal. Not to kowtow to the conventions of society or um, raging feminists like us, but just to (laughs) honor the love in your life and do everything you can to preserve it because it doesn't, you should never be taken
0: for granted. Yeah. Truly. Absolutely. I Um, love
1: it. Speaking of raging feminists, I have our Beauty Lab Bash of the Week.
0: Okay. I'm really excited about this one. So...
1: And it's not me this week. It's not you (laughs) this week. You get a pass. Although I'm going to dive deeper into your male friendships. (laughs) No, just kidding. Uh, So I know I'm probably going to. I'm maybe going against the flow on this one, but my bash of the week, our bash. I'm speaking for Dre, as I often do. (laughs) Drether. Drether. Together we are (laughs) Drether. Is the press, the press's annihilation of. Meghan Markle's character because of Megxit. The fact that we've even called it Megxit, I get it. I'm in marketing. It's funny. It's catchy. It happened because Harry married Meg. But why are we completely vilifying her and acting like Harry is this hapless victim that has been pussy whipped to the point of leaving the royal crown Mm -hmm. and in order to preserve his relationship with this toxic... um, what's the word, like selfish woman that has no respect for the history of royal life. You know what I mean? Which is not the way I see it.
0: Right, right.
1: I see it as Harry has probably had one foot out his whole life if we look at his pattern of behavior. And if he didn't have one foot out, he married a girl that he hoped would help him get out. You know, we have to honor his choice and honor their relationship. And for whatever reason, they feel like they need to step down or step aside why don't we honor like their love and their family and their just dis- the choices they're making for their son. And why do we have to make her the villain and him, the prince, the victim. Yeah. That's honoring his girl, because I don't think it's any of those things. And I think that he's the Royal, he's the one walking away. She wasn't royalty. She's, and she tried it out and it wasn't working for them. And so Should she be miserable? Should she follow in Princess Diana's path and like, you know, have a life that she doesn't want to live that's been thrust upon her? Or is Harry learning something by honoring his mother's memory, kind of acting as if she were here guiding him? I think, I would hope to think that Diana would say, run for Canada, sweet (laughs) Harry, and take your beautiful wife and darling son with you and never look back. Because no title and no history is worth the story that you two can write together. And that's what I want to honor. So I'm bashing the press and I'm bashing the convention that we vilify the woman and honor the man and act like tradition is more important than the new narrative that they want to create together.
0: Yeah. See, and I don't know enough about the whole backstory. I've heard some weird things about you know, the money that they spend or whatever. And so, like, I don't know that I can make a judgment on whether it was right or wrong for for them to step down. But I am bothered by the fact that all of the responsibility has been put on Megan. And, like, I don't know if you've ever been accused of this before, but somebody one time, I heard some somebody said something mean about me, and it was that I um, forced Brady to, like, that I'm, like, controlling of Brady. And, like, I had to kind of, like, d- like just accept that for a minute and be like, wow, then they clearly don't know who he is because yeah. no woman or anyone else could is gonna make Brady. that dude do anything because he yeah. only does exactly what he wants to. Believe me, I've tried. Yeah. But like, you know, so it to me it seems like, gosh, we must think pretty little of Harry to think that he could be manipulated to that extent. To that extent to leave his birthright. That's <laughs> a pretty, pretty big
1: yeah. step this is, to take. That is a big step to take and gives her a lot of credit and not to take anything away from her, but why can't they just be an equal partnership that has chosen this together and are honoring yeah. something that we, we don't know anything about? Yes, We don't know anything about their relationship except that they are a team and that at, at the very least is admirable. I think I get painted like that a lot too with um, Billy, just that like I was this like chaotic wild force and he was just this laid back guy and that was not that may be how it looked to the world but that was not the life i was living you know yeah totally. and like the what's that expression like the book doesn't the cover doesn't match the you can't always judge a book yeah. by its cover. You're thinking
0: like the carpet doesn't match the
1: drink. No, i i was not <laughs> thinking that because i haven't had a carpet in years <laughs> And I don't even know the original color of my drapes. It's been so long since I've seen my natural hair color. Um, No, I think you can't judge a book by its cover. We can't make assumptions about anyone's life. And, yeah, I just yeah. think that there's... Just
0: back off of Megan, people. Back oh, off man. and let
1: them tell... Let them live. <laughs> yeah, like, we we waited until Diana was dead to, like, give her the tributes, you know? Let's not wait till... Megan gets crushed by paparazzi and Elton John sings candle in the wind. I mean, that's, we don't have to, we've let history be our guide that it set someone free. If they come back to you, great. If they don't, it was never meant to be. And Harry knows this better than anyone. So... Mm Sorry for the background noise. This is what happens when you podcast from home. <laughs> Apparently they have zero respect for mom's side gig. I
0: guess not. But I've
1: also been someone that like negative things have been said that are far from the truth and but they do match the simplest version of what I could be. And so sure. that's where that's where it kind of itches and rings true. Like, sure, it's easy to call it Megxit and like say everything was fine until she came along, but yeah, but what was
0: it? Everybody What I, about Vegas, a, Harry? Yeah. What about
1: Vegas? What about Vegas? What about the Hitler uniform? Come on. You know, there's many things. So that's our bash of the week. Yeah. Just like back let off. up, yeah, back off and like appreciate that there's two sides to every story. And as much as we want to place judgment on those that do things that we would never do, because I'd certainly never walk away from the crown. I don't care how many landmines I have to visit. <laughs> I want to be a royal. Um, we can't, you know. Be the dog in the manger and criticize her because it's a group effort. Totally. What's our Beauty Labber of the Week?
0: Beauty Labber of the Week this week is Jessica Simpson.
1: Woop whoop. whoop. Uh, JS, she, this is for you, Danny Pellegrino. We know you're listening. <laughs> it's not Thursday, but we're still honoring JS, Jessica Simps, not only our favorite fashion designer, but
0: she recently came out in the press with a yeah, like a memoir. And she was really like very upfront about her experiences specifically with um being sexually abused and then the fallout of that. And um, it's just really, really important, I believe, for people to be talking about this. It happens so much more often than any of us could ever even fathom. And the fallout is long lasting mm-hmm. and far reaching. And so... For her to be able to come out and speak about, you know, her experiences, what happened, and then how she, you know, really got into a bad um, point in her life where she was abusing drugs, alcohol, um, self medicating, yeah, self medicating in order to cope with the pain and and everything that was happening. Um, And it wasn't until
1: she kind of got real. So in her memoir, she discussed being sexually abused by a family friend from the age of six. um, Another woman, a girl. And how it made her really uncomfortable and it kind of tarnished and scarred her for mm-hmm. life. And
0: then... I mean, she came from a very religious family. Yeah.
1: So these things aren't spoken of, aren't even really addressed if they do happen. I think the fact that it was girl on girl makes it even more complicated. Yes, totally. I mean, so many things. And also, Jessica could have gone her whole life without... I never would have thought she was addicted to pills and no, drugs. never. Or pills and drugs, to drugs yeah. and alcohol. I just... She never... You know, she wasn't ever arrested or she wasn't ever you know seen drunk and she never appeared to have anything other than this like Jessica Simpson life and so for her to come forward with it is it's her she's our beauty labor of the week she's yep. giving a hope to girls everywhere that are from religious homes that do you know honor their father and mother and are scared to speak about it or are choosing some way to dimin- diminish what's happened to them and then unfortunately it always shows up in our lives in some form of self-medication or another and for her as a public figure to put a voice to it and to talk about it and like Dre said you know make it an open dialogue is makes her our beauty labra of the week yep. it is a brave thing to do and it was it was a selfless thing to do and it creates a world for um other girls to speak up so Jess totally. you are our beauty labra of the week yep we love you that's and awesome. the press you are our
0: bash yes all right well i think that's it that's it so <laughs> until next week remember that the lab loves you and life is short by,
1: by the, the lips, lips.